everyone. Welcome to Nerds of a Feather, a place where nerds flock together to talk about all things fun, creative, and nerdy. I'm your host, Parker Randalls. I'm your co-host, Mark Williams. And I'm your co-co-host, Noah Helsey. Thanks for joining us. What's up, everybody? Gotta get my standard YouTube intro in. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Welcome to Nerds of a Feather, place where Someone nerds crazy. flock together. <laughs> oh, God. They already heard that in the intro. You don't need to say uh, that. That's again. a good point. That's that a good point. It was perfect, Mark. Don't let no Anyways, leave all, leave, leave all of this in. Don't edit any of this out. This is perfect. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome to this week's episode. Uh, this week, and for the next three weeks, we are going to be interviewing the hosts. Da, da, da. Done. 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 Da, da, da. Oh, that's copyright infringement. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> we, we, I uh, think you have to do at least five seconds. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we're going to interview each other uh, because we wanted to just go a little bit more in depth into who we are and let you guys know each of our personalities and what we're each individually interested in um because also this week we're launching our instagram so that's one way where uh you can reach out to us that's one way we can let you know and you can see a little bit more content from us about the episodes about who we are what we're interested in uh when we're recording just uh we have a lot of ideas for it so we just wanted to pair up the launch of our instagram with this just so you guys can get to know us. And so this week we are interviewing the one, the only Parker Randalls. Yes, my favorite topic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Parker Brooks Randalls. Born sometime in 1995. I think it was April. That's very close. It's May, May 7th. Okay. All right. <laughs> Great. I just gave everyone one of my security questions. Perfect. So (laughs) they can now go get medical care on your behalf. (laughs) So to start us off, Parker, what has interest? What are you currently interested in in nerddom currently? I said that twice. That was redundant. But, anyways, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, for sure. So I think in nerddom, uh, as we have defined it as a group of hosts, it can be anything that you enjoy doing uh, traditional nerdy or not traditionally nerdy. I think the thing that I have really enjoyed recently is I've gotten really into cooking. I've always enjoyed cooking. Ooh, I've always enjoyed, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So I've always enjoyed cooking. I think it's food is one of the best ways that humans can learn more about each other. I say that because it is a collective activity that everyone can do together. So I think that people get to know each other better when they're doing an activity. But also food tells a story about where you're from. Uh, it tells a story about your ancestors. It tells a story about who you are and the things you like and don't like. Uh, I, I can tell a lot about a person by not just the food that they like, but the way they like to enjoy it. So does someone like to eat their food very quickly? It's just kind of a nonchalant thing. I can tell a lot if someone wants to sit and enjoy the food or if there is just kind of an in-between. They always order the same thing. I think you can tell a lot 
about food. And so uh, recently I've tried to expand the recipes that I know. So I'm really trying to cook foods outside of my traditional like culture. Um, so and I, I think it's it's brought to say this to answer to answer this shortly and succinctly. I think I have learned a lot more about other people's stories just by the way they eat and what they choose to eat. Uh, and so I've really gotten into cooking recently. <laughs> it's cool that you say that because this week, so I just moved into a new house <clears throat> with our friends, our friends of all three of us, Randy and Kyle. So we're living here together. And this week, Randy and I were doing some meal prep and cooking and baking stuff, and which I don't usually do because I'm like, I just want something super simple, but it was like kind of fun. But mm -hmm. then I got kind of depressed because I'm playing Legend of Zelda or Zelda Breath of the Wild. And I realized I will never be as good at cooking in real life as I am in the game because I can make <laughs> elixirs that like allow me to kill monsters. I'm like, there's no hope. Like I'm, I'm better at cooking in the game and making money in the game than I'll probably ever be in real life. But that's fine. So it's okay. <laughs> you know, is it better to kill a monster or is it better to cook a good meal monster and make him your friend? That's exactly. Whoa! I thought we were killing the monster, then making them into a meal. But okay, I mean, weird flex, making but I'll them, go with it. <laughs> making them for your friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's really cool, Parker, because food is one of the most unifying things. Because like, if you can sit down and have what I found in my life is, if you sit down and have a meal with someone, you will get to know them and get to know their story and their experience way more. Because it's like it's a slower thing. Like it's a food is a a thing where you slow down and you take your time most of the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that's really cool that you gotten into cooking. I did that about a year ago and I got super into cooking. I have knife wounds on my hands because of it. Uh, <laughs> Those but I think that's really cool. I have yeah. knife wounds on my uh, body from other things. We don't even talk about that right now. So Parker, for my second question, I would like to ask. It's guys. It was surgery. Okay, what did you think oh, I was talking about? I, I had I, no idea. I didn't know if you got in like a fight with someone, and like, obviously you won because you're here. So that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, that's totally what I was referring to. So Parker, what I was going to ask you now, what this is going to uh, two part question, I guess. What gets you? What gets you up in the morning? And what I mean by that is like. What is what would you say is the like driving or defining purpose of your life? Like when you not just like on a daily basis, well, maybe on a daily basis, but also like long term when you're like, this is what I want my life looking back in, you know, 30 or 40 years. This is what I want my life not just to have accomplished from like a career standpoint, but this is what I the kind of person that I want to have been. Yeah. Um, when you said what gets you up in the morning, I was just going to say my alarm clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, I'm sarcastic. Uh, I think – so I have this qu quote that I always like to say, and I'm not sure where I picked it up from. Um, but essentially the quote is the only thing that you get to take with you when you're gone is what you left with other people. And I think a lot about how, you know, I went and got this MBA program and I've started – you know, I've just started within my healthcare career. And I've already started to really think on the deep, deeper meaning of like why, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like what's the point? Yeah. Uh, and I've come to realize that there's kind of a beauty in one being content, but also there's kind of a beauty in being content with where you're at and what you're doing and realizing that everything, no matter how big or how, ma how, matter, how small it is perceived, 
The reality is, is that if you're doing it to the best of your ability and you're doing it so that you can leave something with other people, you're doing it right. Like there's no perfect way to live life, but I think the, the best way to live life uh, is to just be kind, do your best and try to leave more with other people than you were given. And so I, and I feel like is I've been given a lot and so I want to give back. And so that's kind of what motivates me, whether that be healthcare or cooking or making a podcast with you guys or playing D or anything in between. I just want to do the best of my ability. I want to have fun to the maximum extent that I can. I want to work hard to the maximum extent. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I've thought a lot about this idea of contentment, not to get too deep or anything, but I've thought a lot. Happiness has always been seen as this next achievement, this next hill. It's like, I'm going to be happy when I'm going to be happy when and I've kind of looked around and I've realized that like I got, I got to one of my big hills, right? Like I'm on my own, started a career, I'm married and I'm looking around and going like, I was happy before that. I was happy when wife was my fiance and we were, you know, we we're living in an apartment and I was still in grad school and we were broke. Like I was happy then too. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I don't want to look at the next win. I just want to look around and go, I'm happy now. And that's enough, you know? So Life that's before what death, me. strength yep. before weakness, journey before destination. Speak again the words. First <laughs> <laughs> ideal. Uh, uh, refer, really to our pre refer to our previous podcast for that reference. And thank you, Brandon Sanderson, for all the beauty you've brought to our lives. Mark, do you have another question for him? <laughs> kind of going 180. That was a really good, Park, and I completely agree. 180 direction from Sirius. Uh, if you could get rid of one state, what state would you get rid of? Uh, I think if I could get rid of one state, I think I'd get rid uh, rid of the state of being because I'm tired of being. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> state of being is that what you said? I, no, I think if I could get rid of one state, it would probably be plasma because I'm not really sure what we're using it for. But I know that like solid, liquid, and gas is pretty useful state. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, if I was going to get rid of like a state, like an actual state, I don't know. Like, what is Rhode Island doing? Like, <laughs> like have, i've never heard like no offense to any rhode islanders but i've not heard of one thing like you know like florida's like insane but like they're just like living it up and i like you know they're vibing and then like you got like nike and like oregon or whatever but like I, rhode island like dude i don't know they they've been awfully quiet so they they need to watch themselves because <laughs> <laughs> They, they, they do. They're them in Connecticut. Like Connecticut, like at least like UConn, <laughs> like Yukon's crazy good at basketball, so they're good. But like Rhode Island, I don't. Y'all better watch it over there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Such a strange question. You're Dude. welcome. And yeah, a really weird response. We love you if you're listening in Rhode Island. I, I don't really know. Wow. <laughs> we lose like half our listener base because they're all like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what if, if we were huge in Rhode Island, that would be like the greatest accomplishment of my life. I'd be like, we have a massive following people just in Rhode Island specifically. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I want to visit Rhode great. Island now just because I'm just fascinated by like, what is it like there? <laughs> yeah, they, they better impress me though, because otherwise, off there on the chopping block. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm moving from that question into... 
I just wanted to throw an off the wall question because why not? Liven it up. Um, what more traditional stuff, like nerdy things, have you been interested? How did you get to the point where you're interested in the traditional, like I'm talking like D and D movies, comics, that kind of stuff, video games, like. Was there, were you always that way or was there like a switch to being into more nerdy things or like, what was that progression growing up like? Yeah, I think growing up, I mean, like it was one of those things growing up. I mean, I played outdoors, all the stuff, kind of like the rough and tumble. But I think one thing, it, my mother made fun of me for this. When I was little, she would like schedule these play dates for like kids to come over and like hang out and stuff. And after like an hour they would come in and I, I quit playing with them and I was kind of just playing by myself. It was because I was, and she was like, we never understood it, but I've always kind of been like an introvert at my core. And so I say all that to say that like for all that, the, the traditionally like athletics, like involvement in like student organizations and things, I always preferred my time alone. Like I always really enjoyed my time alone. So books things that i could always do on my own so i always the heck out of reading i enjoyed legos like from the time i was little even until i was like 16 17 loved legos uh video games my favorite video games to play were always like single player rpg style games it's only as i've gotten older that i've realized that you can still enjoy the the aspects of being alone but some of the best things to do in nerdum are done collectively so D has been something i've really enjoyed and felt um, I don't, yeah, safe then. Like, D&D is one of those things that in order to play it and really maximize your experience, uh, you kind of have to feel safe in. And so, as an introvert, once, it w I was very fortunate that I found all of you as friends because I felt, like, safe in that environment, and I felt like that, like, oh, role-playing's not silly. Like, it's kind of fun, and it makes it more fun for everyone the more serious you take it. Um, even if it's by serious you're being silly, like, but you're playing the character to the maximum extent that you can, that's more fun for everyone. So I think traditionally nerdy, it's always been individual activity that I've really enjoyed. So reading books, playing Legos, playing single player video games, I've really enjoyed those things. All right, well, real quick question to wrap us up, Parker. What is the meaning of life? Yeah, easy. Uh, it is the number uh, 37. <laughs> what did you say? I believe it's the number 37. <laughs> okay, I thought it was 42, but weird flex, but I'm with you. <laughs> is it 42? Is that what they say in Hitchhiker's Guide? I, I Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, it's 42. It's 42. 42, okay, I missed, I missed it. I missed Which, it. Yeah, it's kind of sad and beautiful given that, anyway, because, yeah, Chadwick Boseman died yesterday, and he played Jackie Robinson in the movie 42. I had never made that connection before between those two numbers, but that that number is also the meaning of life. So I think that I think there's a deeper meaning to that though that I've always enjoyed that the point is that it's not that they're like being silly for the sake of being silly. What they're saying is is that the meaning of life might as well be 42 because the reality is the meaning of life is different for each person. So to someone 42 really could be life, but for the billions of other life forms that exist, the meaning of life is completely different, so it might as well be 42. You might wow. as well. Figure, it's you basically should figure it out on your. You should find your own meeting. 
find your own joy in life, scream against the void for as long as you can, and then your torch should go willing to the dark. <laughs> Rage against the dying of the light. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's a good response. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's good. That's the perfect Parker response. Silly and then serious and then back to silly because that's just who you are. So I'm living that's my best Parker life. sandwich. <laughs> it's like a compliment sandwich, but way more fun. But way more fun. Yeah, when you guys say a Parker sandwich, it's it's fun. When a giant monster says a Parker sandwich, I get a little more concerned. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, hey, but then you could cook him a meal instead of fighting him, and then you might end up being friends. And now we've come full circle back to the first question. I'm afraid if he sees me, he's already seen his meal. He's not worried if I'm going to cook it or not. He's like, I don't worry. It's like, I could make you a meal. He's like, oh, I think you will. <laughs> oh, what if you make him a meal in Rhode Island? Yeah. Dude, R- Rhode Island's not a state anymore. I thought we'd already discussed <laughs> that. I want, I want Puerto Rico to gain their statehood like they should have a long time ago. Uh, and then Rhode Island can figure it out. Because <laughs> we have to stick with 50. We can't go over. Well, that would have to re- we'd have to replace a lot of flags, and I I think that like uh both because of the uh, both because of the silent hatred that some people in the government have against Puerto Rico because they're racist, uh, and then also because some people don't want to replace like the millions of fifty star flags that we have. Wait, but didn't we like take over Hawaii like violently in like a business takeover? So we could, if Puerto Rico wants to join, couldn't we just like do a swap and be like, Hawaii, you can be independent now because we never should have like had you anyway. And then Puerto Rico's like, hey, we need voting rights. So I don't know. I th- I think it's a fair. I think it is a fair thing. I think that we have a responsibility to fight now because we did such terrible things to them. We have a responsibility. I think if they wanted their, I, this is a, a whole discussion we don't even get to. If they wanted their independence, we should grant it to them. However, it's also one of those things that because we took so many resources and took a lot of their, we basically have taken away a lot of money to rule themselves because of our bad imperial decisions. And now we have a response to ensure that their economy stays stable and that they've given the proper not guidance that's a terrible way to say it they are giving the proper resources to make sure that the people are taken care of because we took so it's up to them basically yes basically it should be up to the hawaiians the the people the traditional inhabitants the islands to decide what they well in two weeks when i when i well in two weeks when uh we interview me and i get rid of texas we can revisit this so anyway thanks for joining our (laughs) thanks for joining our podcast everyone uh make sure to check us out on discord and we love you all and have a good day and check out the instagram Yeah, check out the Instagram that we're going to be launching. All right, see you guys. Hey, everyone, if you enjoyed the show, be sure to check out our Discord channel. That's where you can connect with other nerds of a feather, have fun conversations, and even suggest your own episode ideas. Discord members will be the first to hear about bonus content, including our soon-to-be infamous pre-show and after-show. If you want to get to know us better and create a community with other nerds, check out the link in the description below. Trust me, you do not want to miss it. Thank you.